This is Ring Tomes. We're back, baby. Welcome to episode one of season two of the All Boxing No Bullshit podcast. I'm your host and transition team mascot, Jason Langendorf. Um, why are we doing seasons of this podcast? Why not? Why not? Got no good reason to do it. We got no good reason not to. Um, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate season two here be, because we need something to celebrate right now. It's been a been a rough go this year, so um, let's let's find reasons to get get happy. Um, we're doing something a little new on on this uh, opening night of season two at Ringtones. Um, we have a, a dual guest situation here. We, we're bringing on the McKenna brothers uh, of Monaghan, Ireland. Um, Stevie and Aaron McKenna. Stevie's a 23 year old junior welterweight. He's five and zero with five knockouts. Um, Aaron's the younger brother, but he's been a pro a little bit longer. He's 21 year, 21 years old, junior middleweight, uh, 10 and 0. And they will both be appearing on the same fight card for the first time on December 11th. It's going to be the Sam Eggington, Ashley Theophane, uh, card on channel five, free across the UK. Um, I don't believe anyone's picked it up yet here in the States. Uh, who knows that may change. Um, but it's an interesting Interesting card nonetheless, and these are two up-and-coming young guys um, that uh, that we wanted to get to know a little bit. Uh, bear with us, if you would. The audio cut out a couple of times during the interview, try to fix it up in post-production. Um, and there are a couple of times where it might be a little tough to identify which is Stevie and which is Aaron. Uh, but, you know, look, this is an organic conversation. I, I try to identify it where it made sense. Um but uh, but you'll figure it out. You'll 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 get along. Um, so with that, we'll pick up the conversation right now with Stevie and Aaron McKenna. Okay, great. Um, so good good morning, or I guess good afternoon, where where you guys are, right? Yeah, it's, uh, four o'clock in the afternoon now over here, so it's it's starting to get dark already. <laughs> it's uh, coming into the winter, so it, it's it's very cold here at the moment. It's cold. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh uh, well, it's about uh, what's it, what's it in, America? in America? I don't know what it is in American degrees, but over here it's like five degrees. I'd say right now. Yeah, five degrees. Uh, I forgot yeah, about the conversion. That 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 yeah, sounds yeah, really yeah. cold, but probably not as cold as I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just it's just getting cold coming into winter. So so you're in Monaghan, Ireland, correct? Is that that's uh that's yeah. where you're back since Monaghan, the Ireland. Monaghan, Ireland. Yeah. Um, you uh you initially moved from there to Los Angeles uh to hook up with with trainer Freddie Roach at the Wildcard Gym. When did you guys make that move? Uh, we went to Freddie's gym at the start of this year to move to his gym before all this uh, coronavirus thing. So we moved to Freddie in uh, around, I'd say, January, February. And we were getting on great with him. Training was going well. We were learning a lot with him. And then this whole uh, pandemic hit and we came straight back home to Ireland for all the lockdowns and all. They've been training away here like normal. But over with Freddie, the time we spent with him in the gym so far has been fabulous. And we're learning loads with him and uh, it can only get better and you can only learn uh, what you can being so young it's uh, great to be involved with Freddie Roach 
so you were you were only there for a few months is that is that right oh we've been in los angeles oh, uh, since aaron first went over in 2017 right and then okay. i came over in 2018 so we've been over there for the past uh, three years total and uh all our fights have been over there. I had one fight here in the UK last uh, two months ago. So that was my first fight in the UK and I was very excited to get back fighting during these times and I took advantage of it. We'd like to fight every month. We could get the chance and uh, we're ready at any time. Yeah, what's it been like uh, with, with so much downtime? And I mean, has it been difficult um, kind of keeping your momentum going? I know you're both earlier in your career um and this kind of comes at a time when obviously you'd both like to be fighting quite a bit more yeah nothing's changed though for us uh, we've still been training away like normal the training's still all been the same we're very lucky to have the gym just at the back door and we've been doing the same training getting the running in the strength work in and uh, our boxing training we're lucky we're close uh, to each other's weights so we can spar with each other but uh, as Stephen says we could have fought nearly every month like if this pandemic didn't happen we could have had like up to 10 fights this year do you think that's how busy you guys probably would have been with without all this happening yeah well we we take any fight we get when we're always ready we never come out of the gym so this pandemic nothing really much has changed for us this is our everyday life we train every day two three sessions a day and we just uh Love getting into the ring and fighting then. So you're you're in your home gym right now, is that right? Yeah, home and, gym at the back of the house. And you're, it, from what I understand, your dad Fergal built it. Yeah, he built it for us uh, when we were really young. So uh, this has been here our, our whole lives, and uh, we train together. We do everything together. We spar as well with each other. So we're great to have for each other. And then um, it really brings us on. Tell me a little bit about um, what's the story behind the ring. From what I understand, it's, it's, there's some history to it. Yeah, it's a ring that uh, came from out of Belfast. It was a uh, Rinty Manon fought in the ring, uh, Barry McGuigan. A lot of uh, world champions fought in it. My dad picked it up from an old scrapyard. It was getting thrown out. And uh, my dad went and got it so it's it's something special to have at the back of our house uh, a ring that so many great fighters fought in and now it's here and me and Arn is training it's barn it's 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 some job so it is yeah that's amazing what uh what was your dad's um connection to to boxing is was there sounds like he had quite an influence on you yeah, he boxed uh, from the same amateur club we grew up in. So he boxed right up until he was uh, his 20s. And uh, he was a really good amateur fighter. And then my grand grandfather, he was a boxer as well. So boxing's in our blood. Uh, we've all been fighters. So um, we've grew up in our whole life in, in the boxing gym. And we want to make it to the top. Um Aaron, I, I know you have a, a bit more professional experience at 10-0. and 0. Um, What are the sort of things that you've done? I know you both said that, that you know, things have kind of gone on uh, as normal, but have you had to do anything to cope with uh, being put on hold? Is, it, is there a, menta a different mentality knowing that you're not going to be 
fighting, um, you know, in professional fights or, or maybe just not knowing, uh, obviously this thing has left a lot of uncertainty in, in front of all of us. Yeah, well, I actually have a fight coming up now on the 11th of December over in England on a Hennessy sports show. So it's good to get back out again on that. And I'd like to thank Goldenby for getting me that fight on the McHennessy show. So it's really good to get back out fighting again. And I can't wait to have more fights, maybe two or three more fights even over, the, over here or in England before I head back out to America whenever the pandemic clears away so by the summertime i'll be ready to take on patrick texera and take his belt all right okay um so you're both on that card though and you're, you're both this will be the first yep. time you both appear together on a, on a pro card yeah yeah both of us on the same card so it's going to be a big event and everyone back here in ireland and the uk will be able to watch this it's on live tv over here on channel five it's free and a lot of viewers will be tuning in so it's exciting. So you guys, you, you mentioned that you spar together. Um, you guys seem to get along pretty well, but do you, like, is there any kind of sibling rivalry there? Do you, is it like the one of you want to do better? Do you kind of compete with each other in a situation like this? Like, a, no, I knocked my guy out sooner than you did or whatever it might be. Well, we're very competitive with each other no matter what it is in running, uh, strength work, anything. We're always trying to be faster than each other, lift, lift more than each other, you know, trying to get better of one of each other. But uh, it brings us on. It pushes us to the next level. And that's what we need to keep pushing of each other and hopefully then bring it to our level and push our way to the top. And uh, we work savagely hard, so we do. And uh, we just do not betray and eat and sleep. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, Monaghan. Are you it, – it seems like – I would imagine you guys probably went to LA to get more work um, out out there. Is I would imagine that you both being able to spar each other is a huge advantage. That you know you you might have tougher time finding good sparring um, where you're at. Tell me a little bit though about Monaghan, like in growing up there and and what kind of place it's like. Yeah, it's a we're, we're, we live in Smithborough, which is about. 10, well, 10 miles from Monaghan, so we're out in the middle of nowhere. We live out in the countryside. There's a lot of farms around us, so, but uh, in Monaghan, it's very, very quiet. It's not like the cities, even, but the, the population wouldn't be that big. And, but yeah, growing up in Monaghan, I enjoyed it, like, and it was a different lifestyle than moving over to LA in, in the city, but I was enjoying my time in LA and I enjoyed my time back here as well during this lockdown as I'm able to train away. But yeah, I like Monon and it's great to have all the Monon people behind me and all the Irish too. It's great to have that support. So that's what I was going to ask you both is what, you know, was it kind of a culture shock moving to LA? Was there, was there an adjustment period there or was it just like, Hey, I'm just in a gym somewhere else. It, yeah, well, we've traveled all over the world anyway as amateurs, so we're well used to being in a lot of different places. Like, I've been to Russia six times boxing in the amateur uh, game, so, and I've been to America a couple of times before I actually moved over there, so it was nothing different, but I'm really 
and there was enjoying it over there too and the weather and all was great and all the good training facilities so close to you it's good for like strength and conditioning and the runs we were getting in over there the Santa Monica stairs and the Griffith Park mountain run okay so that's why I was getting more more sunshine Monaghan or Los Angeles <laughs> yeah a lot more sunshine <laughs> over in uh, LA but uh, oh we're doing really well here as well uh, we have a uh, a lot of people on board with us back here. We have a strength and conditioning. We travel up to Belfast once a week. We have a a, a Viking strength strength guy that does a lot of strength work with us. So uh, we're getting really good working with him. And we have a food sponsor as well back here, uh, Soups by James. He supplies all our food. And uh, we have everything here for us when we're back home. And it, it's, it's so great to have the support while we're back in Ireland. We have a... Uh, Everyone wants to see us back in the ring, and we love going in. Yeah, it seems like, um, I mean, you mentioned that you're out in the countryside, but but Belfast isn't very far away, right? No, it's it's only an hour or so. It's, it's, it's not too far. We're right in the middle between Belfast and Dublin. So we, we do a lot of traveling between the both of them, between sparring and our strength work and our uh, other other things that we have to do so but we have everything here what uh what do you miss about la is what's the what's the best food you had in la uh, the best food um not too sure the steak is a is really nice over in la i like the steaks yeah it's hard to be a good steak but uh it's uh we miss being in the gym as well over in the wild card gym with freddie roach uh we miss you know, going in and sparring and all the other things, but uh, we're just staying focused now and just we have to keep doing what we have to do and uh, keep moving forward. Yeah, Aaron, what what would you say uh, uh, Freddie's influence has been on you? Is there is there any part of your your style or your game or your approach um, that that he's influenced that that you can point to right now? Yeah, he's a. Uh, been giving me lots of great advice, like the body shots, and then bring come back up the head, and then settling down. Just my punches. Uh, yeah, he's been great so far, and uh, I'm going to learn a lot with Freddie. And you'll see in years to come how experienced I will be being under Freddie Roach. He's a very experienced cornerman. He's trained a lot of world champions. So could you imagine what it's going to be like in a few years' time with being my corner? How experienced I'm going to be? Only being 21 right now. Right. Stevie, how about you? You're, um, from what I've seen, you seem to be like an offense first fighter, which would probably fit in pretty well with a wild card. Is there anything you've picked up yet from, from Freddie? Yeah, Freddie's very motivational. So he is, he, uh, you know, he can motivate you to believe that you can beat anyone. And that's what we need. Freddie Roach is a, is a great coach. And uh, I tried to bring in that Tommy Hitman Heron style, you know, that old time boxing style or uh, you know, entertain the fans and knock these guys out. You don't get paid for overtime, so anytime I go in there, if I, if I get the opportunity to take them guys out of there, I'll take them out of there. Once once the bell rings, uh, I'm a different animal like uh, comparing to outside the ring after after it is okay. You know, but once I'm in there, it's it's you know, it's knockout time. Yeah. Is that where Hitman comes from? <laughs> yeah. 
uh, people start calling me the Hitman because I'm a bit like Tommy Hitman Herons. You know, the height, the range. You sit down on your punches pretty heavy too. Yeah, yeah, I like I like to hurt the guys in there. Um, you know, typically the public has a pretty narrow view of fighters. Uh, you know, they, you kind of always get defined by what you do in the ring or as part of promotion. Um, do you guys have any kind of hidden talents or passions that, that most people don't know about? Uh, what, like, just any hidden talent? No, nah, not much. We just, <laughs> we're, we're really down to our people. Like, uh, we, we do anything. We, we like to fish, go okay. fishing and that when we're back home in Ireland. Uh, and uh, we watch football. We're big Liverpool fans. Liverpool okay. FC, we travel to Anfield once a year, usually at Christmas time when we're back home to go to a game. So we're big Liverpool fans and uh, they're doing really well at the moment. And it's, yeah. it's great to see. Do yeah. you have, uh, is it a struggle to catch the, the matches um, when you're in LA? The timing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard sometimes. You know, uh, we're all, always up really early training. So the games are on at that time. But on a Sunday... When they're playing, we always we always get to watch them. Something to look forward to as well. You know, Liverpool playing. Okay. So Friday, December eleventh, uh, about two weeks from when we're having this conversation, you're going to both appear together. Uh, it'll be the Sam Eggington Yeah. card. Um, it'll. Yeah. I mean, no doubt it's going to be memorable. It'll be a great showcase for both of you. But do you guys ever? Um, do you ever take issue with or, or have any trouble with um, kind of being? being grouped together. I mean, the, the Charlotte brothers and there've been others who, who've shown it works nicely, but um, does it matter to you to kind of carve out your own place in the sport? Or do you feel like as long as you both keep putting on strong performances, it'll, it'll come. It's, it's fine one way or the other. Yeah. As long as we, we keep winning, that's the thing. You can't lose in this game and we have to win in style. You have to go out there and make people want to watch you and uh, keep growing. We want to go right right up to world level and world, win world titles at multiple weights. We have the height to do it. And uh, once we get, get to that level, then you'll really see what, what we've got. We're just looking forward to the future. What, what sort of weight class um, do you guys have your eyes on as far as what you might top out at? Are you, are you yeah, right now, I've just, this year I've moved up to 154 pounds. So, as I said earlier, I want to take that belt off Patrick Texera by the yeah. summer next year. So this will be a shakeout fight for me at the end of the year. And then early next year, my management team's going to push for uh, big fights at the start of the year. And uh, I want to be as busy as possible and uh, stay active. So, Stevie, I, I was told um, you you might might have had a little bit of a recent beef. Um with uh with ryan garcia tell me what that's all yeah. about yeah uh he w he was doing a lot of crying on instagram so he was on twitter he wasn't happy uh i did an interview with sky sports news and i, I gave my opinion on the luke campbell and garcia fight and I, t I said luke campbell would win and he he uh he wasn't happy and he started messaging me start sending spiteful messages but uh He's good at talking outside the ring. He's good at selling himself. But once once you get into that ring, uh, it's it's go time. And you have to do what you have to do. But 
Uh, I'd love to get a fight with him any time. You know, I think Luke Campbell's going to beat him, but after that, if he, if he wants a fight, I'll be down anytime, anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, you know, they don't make fights on Twitter, but, you know, sometimes these things uh, develop. There's, there's enough of uh, heat that gets drawn to these things. Aaron, are you, are you going to have to, you know, go, go call out Erickson Lubin or somebody? I mean, you've already got Teixeira in mind. Um, is that is that part of your guys' mo? Do you do you do you have certain yeah, well, fighters in, in mind? You know that that you that you're gunning for. The goal is for me is to become world champion, and uh, I want to do it. I feel like I'm ready now to take on the top guys at 154 and Taxieras with Golden Boy. So it would be the easiest one to make right now, and we still holds on to the belt after his fight in the new year. That's the one I want to have. So ultimately, well, where do you guys want to settle? You, do you prefer the States? Do you prefer Ireland? Um, is it, you know, maybe you want to spend time in the States during your, your boxing career and then come home? Um, do you guys have, have you thought that far ahead? Uh, well, right now, we just want to, wherever we're getting the fight, we'll fight anywhere. Uh, we'll be happy. Uh, we're doing well here at the moment. So get a couple of fights under our belt here in the UK. It's uh, We're building our fan base over here even more, uh, getting live on Channel 5 TV and then travel back to, to America once everything clears up. But um, we're happy once we're fighting and staying ready. So I back the back-to-back fight. So I'll have two fights before the end of the year. December 11th, and then the following week, December 18th. So it's two, two big fights and two big opportunities to showcase my skills to the world and uh, show everyone what I can do. Do you, do each of you, Aaron, first, do you uh, have an idea in mind what you want to do for uh, 2021 in terms of how many fights you're looking to, to get under your belt? Yeah, uh, all depending on how this whole pandemic's going. I'm- very thankful for to Golden Boy for getting me this fight on the Hennessy show over in England. And if I can't get back out to America, I'd like to have more fights then, as many as possible. Uh, I'll take any fight I can get. And I just want to stay busy and stay active and then get the big fights once I'm allowed to go back over to America. Now, Stevie, you might be on a little bit of a different timeline. Uh, uh, Aaron's got a, a few more fights, professional fights under his belt. What are you looking to do in 2021? Yeah, I'm looking to keep as active as possible. I'll fight every time I get the opportunity, every month if I can get the chance. So I'll fight at any time, anywhere. But I want to build myself and hopefully by the end of next year, break into the top 15 world rankings and then take it from there. But I want to keep keep active and keep fighting and just stay focused, take one fight at a time. Hopefully, before the end of the year now, I'll be 7-0. and 0, So, it'll, it'll uh, leave me breaking into 2021 nicely. Well, gentlemen, uh, it's been great talking to both of you. Good luck and good health on the 11th and in the future. Um, I hope we will get a chance to chat again somewhere down the road. Yeah, great talking to you, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. All right, take care, guys. All right, see you. Fantastic. The McKenna brothers.
Stevie and Aaron, Aaron and Stevie, uh, a couple of real nice young lads. Glad to talk to them. Um, it'll be interesting to see where where their careers take them, especially over the next couple of years. Um, see if they can start getting into the biggest fights out there. Um, you can watch them December 11th if you are lucky enough to be in the UK uh, and can put yourself in front of Channel 5. Um, everybody else is going to have to be a little more resourceful. Um, as for ringtones, we're glad to be back too. Um, follow us, follow us on, on the, the Twitters and the Facebooks and, and all that stuff. Uh, we're at ringtones pod and, um, and subscribe, be sure to subscribe to us on all of your favorite, uh, podcast platforms. Uh, even some of your less favorite ones, just, just follow us, um, leave a comment, leave a review, uh, do all the things that you do on, on your podcasts. Um, it, it's a big help to us. Um, makes, makes us feel good. Makes us feel loved. Um, e- even if you don't love us, we love you back. That's, that's who we are at Ringtones. In the meantime, stay safe. Take care of each other. Maybe spend a little time, go back and uh, listen to some season one, you know, some vintage Ringtones. Uh, check back and see if you missed anything. Go back and relive the old memories. We will have a new episode for you very soon. Uh, matter of fact, before the holiday. Uh, coming right back with a new one. This one will be a little bit different. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a basketball guy. If you know me, I'm a, I'm a, big, uh, I'm a big baller. So this one's going to have a little bit of a different theme. Don't freak out. We've got boxing as well. Uh, we would not lead you astray here at ringtones, but, uh, but just want to get you primed for something that's going to be a little bit different. Uh, tune in to find out until next time.